Welcome back to Bay Takes Podcast. My name is Mikey. And I'm Gus. And today we're going to be talking about our playoff picks for 2023. Um, this is one of the most interesting playoffs I can think in recent memory. Obviously, I feel like every year's playoffs seem to be pretty interesting, but I don't think there's like really a, fa- I guess you call the Bucks the favorites, but I don't think there's like one really clear favorite. It feels like five or six teams are like really able to win the title. And that feels like a lot more than uh, other years. And also just a lot of these first round and second round series are pretty murky. Like it's just, you don't really know what's going to happen. So um, a lot of stuff could go both ways, but yeah, we're just going to be picking both sides of, the playoff bracket and yeah explaining why we did that and then well actually we should give a little bit of a background on when we're recording this because right now there's 819 left in the first quarter the Knicks are up three on the Cavs so the Celtics already won and the Sixers already won we both expected that um that did not change any of our predictions to my knowledge so uh the Warriors Kings game is tonight and we will try to get this out as soon as possible so that yeah, so we don't know what's going to happen in that game, but that's probably this and then the game that's happening right now, the Knicks-Cavs are the two most contested games, I would say, that we have today. Yep. Um, so first, let's start off with the Western Conference. At the very top, we have the one-seed Denver Nuggets facing off against the eight-seed Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, this is a very interesting series because of all the controversy surrounding the Timberwolves. Um, they had a, a few very interesting games there, um, and... It seems like their last game was almost a bl- it was a blowout against OKC with Shea getting injured and not playing well, um, and they had a pretty dominant performance. But the game before that, um, their injured squad almost beat the healthy Lakers, and Mike Conley got them to overtime. And it seems like they are very very feisty, but honestly. The Denver Nuggets are so good. They're so far ahead of everybody. All season, they were good. And, you know, by the end, they were not trying as hard because they already locked in that one spot. But I have the Denver Nuggets in five games. I think Minnesota has a lot of talent. They can etch out one game, but I don't see them doing much more. Yeah, I mean, I think it'll be an interesting series just because it feels like Minnesota's starting to like actually like to play together. Um, but with no Jaden McDaniels and... More importantly, just the fact that I think people are forgetting how good the Nuggets are. Like, this team was an absolute juggernaut for the first three quarters of the season and then sort of took the foot off the gas pedal. And, yeah, they weren't as good. But also, it's like when you have the one seed locked up, it's just your team is just naturally not going to play as hard, especially mentally. Um, so I think now that they know what they have to do, they have to win, they have to try to win a title, um, I would also pick them in five games the Timberwolves are feisty. Like they'll, I'm pretty confident they'll get a game off of them. But the Nuggets at home are just really, really hard to beat. And Jokic is one of the three or four best players in the league. So I'm not going to pick against him in the first round. Yep. All right. Let's go to the next series. This is a really controversial one. We have the four seed Phoenix Suns versus the five seed Clippers. Um, Gus, I'll let you start off here. But just a little preview. I think. This is probably the most controversial series out of any series because I think a lot of people feel like this is the last year the Clippers have to win a championship. And so there's urgency behind there. But at the same time, the Suns haven't lost a game when Kevin Durant has played. So it begs the question, what is going to happen? And is this going to be one-sided or is this going to go to seven? What do you think? Well, to give you my short thoughts, I think the Suns are a much better team. Um, it is a little concerning that they're just not that deep 
but I think in the playoffs they can put out a much better five-man lineup than the Clippers can. And I like Terrence Mann, and I like Plumlee, and, you know, I think Bones Highland is a solid player, but, you know, I, Eric Gordon was a nice addition. Like, I like some of the Clippers pieces, but if Paul George is not going to be there for this team, and it does not look like he is going to be there, I'm going to pick the Suns in five games. I think, like, this series is going to be competitive in every game, but I don't think that the Clippers are good enough to really challenge this Phoenix team when offensively they're just like, you just can't stop them. And I know Kawhi is really an incredible defender, one of the greatest of all time. Um, and playoff Kawhi is a real thing, but I just I just can't see the Suns losing, and I really can't see the series going to – I'd be surprised if it went to seven. Yeah, when your second-best player and one of your, if not the biggest leader on your team, is not going to play the first series – I don't see any world which the Clippers win this series. And it sucks because I think a lot of people, at least on what I, from what I've seen on Twitter, think that the Clippers are going to win the championship. Um, I, don't, I just don't see them even getting past the first round. And even if they did, they're not going to beat the Nuggets. So um, Kawhi could have the greatest series ever. Play like he did in the last couple of months and completely carry this team. Russell Westbrook could have one of the best series of his life show what he can do in the playoffs, and I still would pick the Suns. And that's just because of their star power. And honestly, I I have the Suns in four, and I feel way better about that than Suns in seven or something like that. I think this is going to be dominant. And sure, every game might be close, and there might be a, um, a few games that might be go down to the very end, may even go to overtime. But I like the Suns. I think they're more clutch, and I think they're better in almost every way. Now moving on to our series, the three-seed Sacramento Kings facing off against our Golden State Warriors. A three-seed only having a 22% chance to beat a six-seed is very, very interesting. Um, so I'll let you take it away. What do you think about the series? I mean, I think this is one of the things that really encapsulates this season in the NBA, right? The top of the standings does not necessarily mean, especially in the Western Conference, that you are a big favorite or even the better team. And I think the Kings are a really good basketball team. And I think people are underrating them a little bit in this series because I have the Warriors in six games. Um, I think that people are – the Kings definitely have defensive concerns. They do. Their offense is the best in the NBA so or this season. They have defensive concerns 100%, and, and yeah, defense wins championships. But the Warriors haven't been that great defensively either. And the Warriors have really struggled on the road. Now, I think that the fact that this is an in-state, lesser commute, less of a road thing, I think helps them. But it's still a hostile environment. It's still a team that is very hungry, a team that hasn't made the playoffs before this in, what, 17 years? So... There's a lot in this for the Kings. Um, but I think I've heard a lot of talk about, well, this is the Warriors' last chance. And while it might not be the very last chance, this might be their last good chance at a title. This West is wide open. And I'm just not going to bet against my team in the first round, especially with just the the experience, the, the chemistry. I'm a little worried about Wiggins being reinserted after how well we've been playing and just sort of we've had to adapt. but it's not like we're not going to put him back into the lineup. He's an incredible player. And if he can be even 80% of what he was in last year's playoffs, I think we have a very good shot. I'm going to pick the Warriors. So I also have the Warriors in six games. Um, I think for similar reasons, but honestly, if you're just going on paper, 
by what happened during the season. Look, honestly, I think Sacramento might even have the edge. But this is playoff basketball. This is completely different. If this was a regular season seven-game series, completely different. But the fact that playoff basketball slows down, there's a lot more half-court possessions. There's a lot less of this, like, um, getting turnovers, fast pace, um, exactly what De'Aaron Fox likes to do. That's going to help the Warriors a ton. And also talking about Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins isn't going to have to score 20 or 25 points a game to be really effective for the Warriors. He can come back, get rebounds, and play good defense. You don't forget how to do that, right? That's just something that it's been ingrained in him. Sometimes scoring can uh, go away or it takes some time to get back. But for him to be effective on the Warriors like he was in the playoffs last year, it was mainly his rebounding and his defense that helped us a lot. Something that's going to be really, really effective if he has to guard somebody like Sabonis. Um, and I feel good about this series because I think we have the edge in almost every way when you look at roster construction, right? If you look at like the experience, look at the coaches, right? Mike Brown was under, uh, under, um, why am I, Steve Kerr. And then uh, I think guys like uh, De'Aaron Fox are just lesser versions of what we have. Um, and then come crunch time, I know they're very, very good, but it's going to be a lot slower. It's a different basketball game in the playoffs. So that's why I like the Warriors. I think we have the experience. Clay says it all the time, and I agree with him. Um, now let's get to the series that Gus and I differ on. Let's go to Memphis Grizzlies versus uh, the seven-seed Lakers. Who do you have? I think more than – I would say the majority of people in this series, it's a, it's a slight majority, but it's majority, are taking the Lakers. And I think that part of that is an L.A. bias. I think part of it's LeBron, part of it's A.D., and the fact that their stars are better. And the Lakers have been really good since the trade deadline. I will admit, they're a good basketball team. And I would be worried to play them, and I would not like to do that if I were the Grizzlies. But I just – I feel like another – it's another team that we're underrating here with Memphis. Besides Dylan Brooks, who is one of the worst offensive players in the NBA in terms of efficiency, they have a lot of really, really good scorers and a lot of defenders. I'm a little worried about the Anthony Davis piece. That's the only thing that makes me really – I mean, I play off LeBron, yeah, but but the thing that makes me concerned is Anthony Davis just because, you know, if Jaron gets in foul trouble, they don't have that depth, that big man, uh, with Steven Adams still being banged up and Brandon Clark being out for the season. But I just don't – like, Ja, as a player, with all the off-the-court stuff handled, hopefully, as a player, we've seen him take over playoff games like he did against the Warriors last year. We had 44 in one of those big games. I just, I just don't know why people are betting against Memphis. I think they're the better team, and I think they're going to win. Uh, but I said in seven games because I just don't think the Lakers are going to quit. I think they're a good basketball team, and it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I think this game, th this series is going to be really close. Um, but I, I agree with your like counter logic. I agree with the things that you like. You kind of conceded that like their injuries at the five position with Stephen Adams and Brendan Clark being out are so important for the Lakers. Now, what I'm concerned about is who's going to guard Jaw, right? Is it going to be Dennis Schroeder? Like, is that is that what we're going with? And Dennis Schroeder is feisty, but I don't think he can guard Jaw for seven games. So um, it's just interesting to me. I don't know what's going to happen there. Um, 
but I like that the Lakers have a lot of talent. I think they're way better on paper than they play, though, because I feel like a lot of times when I watch the Lakers, you think like, oh, my God, look, Dennis Schroeder. You look at Austin Reeves and then you got all these guys like Jared Vanderbilt. He's the the new day Dennis Rodman. And you have this these other shooters like Malik Beasley and give LeBron an AD. And then for some reason, I feel like every time I watch them, it's bad basketball. And so that's why I'm kind of worried. I feel like on paper and the way they play are two completely different things. However, in the playoffs, I do buy that, like, you know, these guys literally won a championship, what, three years ago? Um, so if they can do it, I believe in their talent. And honestly, they probably have the leverage of playoff experience against Memphis. So in a series that's this tight, I prefer the Lakers. All right, second round. Um, we both have the Nuggets and the Suns. Um I am picking the Phoenix Suns in this game, or in this series, should I say. It's a tough one because, again, I think Denver has become underrated with a lot of Jokic hate. Um, But I just am not going to bet against this Durant-Booker combo this early in the playoffs. I don't think Denver's good enough defensively to stop that. And while I don't think DeAndre Ayton can slow down Jokic, I just think the Suns are a better basketball team, and I think they will find a way in the playoffs to get it done and move on in seven games, though. Again, I think this is a very, very tightly contested series. Yeah, I also think this series is super tightly contested. Um, but again, as I said before, the Suns haven't lost a game with Kevin Durant. And I think that Booker, if he played more games, would probably be a second team, third team all NBA guy. Um, and, you know, Chris Paul obviously has the motivation to win a ring before he goes out. I like their star power. I think that they're also like relatively deep as well, despite trading um, some of the assets for KD. I like their other pieces. Um, I think that you, you know, you'll throw in a Michael Porter Jr. for 30 game. You'll throw in a Jokic take over the game um, all over like triple double 40 points performance, but I have sons in six. Um, I just like their team better. And I think that, they're going to be more hungry in this series. Moving on to the second round, we have the Nuggets and the Suns for both of us. I have the Suns in this series in seven games. I think it'll be very tightly contested. And I think people are underrating Jokic at this point. There's just been a lot of hate surrounding him. And I think the Nuggets offense is good enough for them to outscore the Suns in some of these games. But I'm not betting against Durant and Booker this early in the playoffs. Give me the Suns, but in seven. Yeah, I also think the Suns are just too good. Um, I think that Jokic is going to have one of his amazing games all around, like a 40-point triple-double, and maybe another guy like Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. will throw in like a super dominant performance and take over the game. But other than that, I don't see a world where the Denver wins this series if um, the Suns are at full strength. So uh, give me the Suns in six. So now moving on to the bottom half of the Western Conference, we have the Golden State Warriors versus um, whatever you had in the 2-7. For me, that's the Lakers. And for Gus, it's Memphis Grizzlies. Um, first, I'll start off with mine. So this, if the Lakers were to play the Warriors, that means Curry and LeBron would be playing in the semifinals, which is like a dream for the NBA. Um, but I think that the Warriors are going to win this series um, on like an easier side. I, I would say an easy six. I think we probably get up in the, in the beginning. Maybe we toss a game or two in there. Um, but I like the Warriors in this series by a lot. I do kind of fear the size of AD um, in the Lakers. Um, it's a little bit scary to me, but I just don't think that they're good enough and have enough 
Um, a lot of the younger guys have enough experience in the playoffs. I like the Warriors uh, by a good amount in that series. What do you think for yours? I would be more scared of the Lakers than I am of the Grizzlies if I'm the Warriors because of the AD piece of it. But if it's the Grizzlies, I just there's gonna be it's gonna be a super like televised series, right? Draymond Green versus Dylan Brooks, like all this talk, and there's gonna be a lot of talk, and probably Jaw will like do something crazy off the court after like game three or something. Like I don't know, it's gonna be a crazy series. But I have the Warriors in six games, and the reason, just like last year in the second round, I think we're more experienced. I think we're better when it comes to crunch time basketball. And I just think the like the way the Warriors know how to play in the playoffs, when the Warriors are at their best, the same thing I said last year, and this is hopefully not a jinx, when the Warriors are at their best, they're better than any team, at least at least they can score in the ball. Like I just don't think that Memphis can keep up in some of these games. So, yeah, Ja will have a takeover game. Yeah, the Warriors will have one of those games where they just suck from start to end and Memphis wins by 30. But I think when you throw in those two games, besides that, I don't think Memphis is a better basketball team, and I think the Warriors are going to win. So now we have the conference finals, and we have KD and the Phoenix Suns versus Curry and the Warriors. For my bracket, this is a dream for the NBA because you get LeBron versus the Warriors in the semifinals and KD versus the Warriors in the conference finals. And I think the Warriors are going to win both of these series. Look, Phoenix would be, I think they would probably be heavily favored in this series because they are just, they they probably are the better team. But I like this that the Warriors loom over KD, right? If the Phoenix Suns win this series, win this series, it's gonna it's gonna be because KD had an amazing series, like throughout the entire time. I don't think the Phoenix Suns win this series if KD plays badly, and I don't think that he's going to play a full seven games, amazing job, um, just because the Warriors know him better than any other team. And sure, he's going to drop forty a few times, but I think if any team can limit him, it's us. It's Draymond Green. The beef is there. The storylines are there. I like the Warriors in seven. This is my reasoning for this series. The Suns are the better basketball team, I think. As of right now, I think the Suns are better. But I said the same thing last year. We had we both had the Suns and the Warriors in the conference finals in our picks. It ended up being the Mavericks. But we had the Suns and the Warriors in the conference finals. And I said the same thing. I think the Suns are better. But this is what this is my reasoning. Are you maybe you pick the Suns over the Warriors if they played today? I would probably pick the Suns over the Warriors if they played today. But after two series wins, you're really going to pick against the Warriors in a conference finals? No, you're not. Warriors in seven, but seven. Also, I, I'm not going to like. I'm not going to budge. But especially also because like we both have, you know, if the Phoenix Suns have to play that like ten to twelve game range in those first two series. They are the most injury-prone team in the NBA. And I'm not wishing injury on anybody, but they are not going to be at full strength. So I, that, that's, what, that's what concerns me about them as well. All right, now let's move to the Eastern Conference. First, we have a 1-8 Milwaukee versus Miami. Miami's been a really feisty team, but I don't know if we want to talk about this too much. Um, yeah. No, Milwaukee's winning this series in four games or five. Let's move on. Yeah, Jimmy Butler, though. <laughs> Jimmy Butler, though. But yeah, I Milwaukee. also have Milwaukee in five. All right, next. This is probably the most interesting series in the Eastern Conference. We have the Cleveland Cavaliers playing against the New York, New York Knicks. Um, NBA.com is giving the New York Knicks a 21% chance to win this series. Who do you have? I have the Cavs. Um, I think it'll be pretty tightly contested. I'm going to go Cavs in six. But 
The only thing I'm concerned about the Cavs is the three, is the, is the small forward position I just like. Because Laverne and Okoro, I don't like it. And I don't think they're going to make a deep run. But I think in this first round series, Julius Randle banged up, coming back. The game's going on right now. I actually don't know what the score is. But um, the Knicks are winning by six in I the think, first quarter. So it's, like, it's pretty even. I think the Cavs are the better basketball team. I'll take the Cavs. So I have the Knicks in seven. Um, and I think this is more so of like, the Cavs feel like a regular season team to me. Um, I think they need another year or two to develop as a team together. This is the first time they've had um, a real star since LeBron. Um, and sure, they were a great team this year. If they were playing another team, maybe like any of the other teams behind them, like Atlanta, Brooklyn, I would easily take the, the Cavs, no question. But I really like this duo of Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. And they also have the sixth man of the year, in my opinion. I feel like they're pretty deep. They have that like playoff type of roster that I really like. Um, but this series is going seven. I don't see th- I don't see this series going that much faster. Give me the Knicks in seven. All right, let's move on to the next. We have the Philadelphia 76ers playing against uh, the Brooklyn Nets. Philadelphia won the game earlier today, but I mean, we both had Philadelphia in four or five anyways. We both have Philadelphia. I think it makes sense. The Nets just don't. Like, Mikel Bridges is a nice player, but they don't have the firepower. to stick. Yeah, they don't have any kind of depth whatsoever. Um, And their coaching is also really, really bad. It has been all year. So I I don't really know what's going on there. Um, But they're not being Joel Embiid. All right, next, another series that's really quick and easy. We don't really need to talk about it very much. Boston absolutely crushed Atlanta today. Um, I had Boston in six because I really did feel like Atlanta – played like a really like gutting game um in that playing series but i i would probably change that if i were to go back now they looked really really bad today but i'll also say i had boston i had boston four from the start i just don't like the hawks i don't think they're good and i don't think trey young is built to win in the playoffs he's not better than either of the two best players on the celtics who also have a better roster top to bottom celtics are winning in four games don't trip yeah yep all right next we have uh, Milwaukee versus Cleveland slash the Knicks. Um, I still really like the Knicks. Um, I don't know how they're going to guard Giannis. Uh, Mitchell Robinson is, you know, is he going to be guarding Giannis? That's not going to be very fun. Um, Drew Holiday is super underrated. Um, had an amazing season, probably one of the best of his career. They're too deep. Milwaukee's way too good. But I think the Knicks can probably etch out at least a game or two. Give me the Bucks and six. Uh, I just like the Cavs have a nice team on paper. They look good. They have those four really, really good players, but yeah, bucks and five. I just, I just think I've heard people saying the Cavs might upset them. I just really don't see it. I just don't think they can stop Giannis. Drew is a better playoff performer than almost any guard in the league. And I love Donovan Mitchell, but I just don't, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Drew is like the, the perfect playoff guy, right? I think that he's like the perfect guy to pair with Giannis. And that organization deserves so much for getting him because that team is n- not even close to as good without him. All right. Next, we have Philadelphia Boston. Um, what an amazing series to have in the semifinals. I have Philadelphia in seven. Um, I don't really like Boston as much this year as I did last year. Um, and I honestly think that Embiid is going to be so hungry, especially if he doesn't get MVP vote. I'll, although I think he did kind of secure it, right, with what's leaked. Um, but yeah. I, I think that he's going to – I think he's better than every guy on the Celtics, especially uh, like 
offensively compared to their defense, I think he can go over anybody. Um, and this is a rivalry um, that I hope to see for the next coming years because this is going to be a great series no matter what. Harden had a decent game today. I think he had like six or seven threes. So if they're going to play like that, uh, I like the 76ers in this game, in the series. I feel the exact same about Joel Embiid. I think he will eat in this series. And I also completely disagree. The Celtics are going to win this series in six games. The reason being better wing play, better defense, better transition offense, in my opinion. And I just don't trust playoff Harden for multiple, multiple series. Um, I don't trust the health of the Sixers either compared to the Celtics who have been really healthy all season pretty much except for one Jalen Brown injury. Give me the Celtics in six. I think they're the better basketball team. All right, so next we have Milwaukee versus either Boston or Philadelphia. And again, no matter what, these are going to be amazing. I feel like these are probably three of the four best teams in the league, um, if you want to put the Suns in there. Um, but I think that these are like all stars, no matter what. And all of these games are going to be amazing. Um, but give me the Celtics or give me the um, Philadelphia 76ers in seven games. Look. I really believe in this team. I talk about Harden way too much and way more than he should be talked about. Um, but I think he's one of, if not the best passer in the league. I like Maxi. I like a lot of their other guys, um, like DeAnthony Melton. And honestly, I, I feel like they can do basically everything that you need. Um, and I think at times their offense can get a little bit stagnant. But when you have the MVP it doesn't really matter because if your offense is stagnant with a guy post with MVP posting you up, I can't be too mad at that. Give me Philadelphia in seven. It's going to be amazing. And if you told me that any of these three teams went to the finals, I would not be surprised at all. Similar feelings to you. Um, I think the Celtics got the better of them last year. I think Drew is kind of on another level this year than he was last year. He was really good last year. I think Giannis is the best player in the NBA. I think the Bucks are better. And I just think... I know the Celtics beat them by a huge margin at the end of the season, but I just think come playoff time in a seven-game series, and it will go seven, the Milwaukee Bucks will prevail. Giannis with a big game seven performance, and I think they'll get to the finals. Okay, so that leaves the Golden State Warriors to play either the Philadelphia 76ers or the Milwaukee Bucks. So who do you have in that series? Giannis versus Curry, two really good friends and guys that – I don't know. Maybe hopefully a rivalry brewing between them, but I, they're like too nice to each other. I really would be excited to watch that series. Who do you have? I've been dying to see a Golden State Milwaukee series. Honestly, we've never had one. So I really want to see the series. Um, here's what I think it comes down to. Same thing as last round. Are the Bucks the better team? Probably. Are you going to bet against the Warriors after three straight playoff series wins? No. Give me Golden State in seven games in a very amazing finals. Steph gets his fifth ring. And, I mean, if this happened, I don't. I have the Steph shirt on right now. I don't really know. Like, this would just be – I don't know if I would, like, have any other purpose in life but to watch a seven-game series with the Warriors. Okay, the so if, if, if this happens, right, Giannis averages 35 and 11 in the series. Curry averages, let's say, like 28, like something similar to his regular season average. Is Curry the best player in the world? According to Giannis, yes. He said it's the best guy on whoever. Okay, according to you. According to, according to you and according to, like, census. People will still hate on Curry. But I would I would say yes if he beats him in the finals. 
But it's just that there's so much that goes on. Who do you think? Do you think you think the Sixers can knock off the Warriors or no? Uh, I think the Warriors would be ecstatic. They'd be running around like the locker room and would be spraying champagne in the conference finals if they watched the Philadelphia 76ers beat Milwaukee. Um, although, who is guarding Embiid? That's such a bad matchup for the Warriors. I have no idea what happens. I think every other aspect of the Warriors win that series, but I have no idea who guards Embiid. So, honestly, give me the Warriors in six. But if Embiid averages, like, has that, like, LeBron 2016 type of stat line, I would not be surprised at all. Um, all right, yeah. well, that pretty much wraps it up for the playoff picks. We both picked the Warriors. We're such homers. I, I think it's We're possible. We're not homers, though. We're literally not homers. The Warriors I starting five had, like, what, the best plus minus in the league of any starting five? Of any five. qualified, yeah, of any qualified Yeah, so, five, I mean, yes. it's not that crazy if you look at that stat and you look at our, our playoff history. All right, but that wraps it up. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to follow us on all platforms at Bay Takes and uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Hopefully your team wins in the playoffs. If not, hopefully they get Webanyama. All right, peace out. (laughs) All right, thank you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.